0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. Is it your birthday? Why would you ask me that? Well, China sent over a big balloon for you. (laughs) I don't think they sent that for me. That is amazing. You know, we were just talking off the air about uh, that balloon. My initial reaction was, you shoot it down.
1: That's what everybody says. Joe said it, but the general said no. Now, everybody's going, oh, I agree with Joe, which no matter what this is kind of a political boom for him because people are yeah joe finally got something right you yeah, know
0: shoot the yeah, damn this, thing doesn't down. he have a if he says sh- shoot it down doesn't he have the final say well if he is indeed the commander in
1: chief yes but once again uh, you know the generals Millie and the bunch said mm-hmm. no don't shoot it down let it go you know and then and then all the questions came up Mm-hmm. You know, because I didn't know about this until I saw it on the news. Now, number one, maybe we don't have the legal authority to shoot it down because what? At what altitude is it free and clear? Like you have the twelve mile mark at sea. I don't Anything think that's ever been that? a you're question. Are an I, international?
0: I, I think it's literally for, it's ad infinitum. It goes straight up and just keeps going above. That's your airspace. It, there's no delineation. There's no 12-mile well, limit. We can shoot
1: down satellites because That's straight true. up. That's true. Uh, I mean, it's it's flying way above commercial airline uh, limits and what are they, 30,000 feet? Don't you think they're shooting down satellites? Well, I'm sure they are. We don't know about I'm them. sure they are.
0: Number one, this came over Canada. Right. So mm-hmm. they had to see
1: it first. And Alaska, it. and
0: Alaska, too, which means we knew about it like a week ago. Well, we say we knew about it, but this is not
1: the first time this has happened. But mm-hmm. it's the first time it was so obvious the public knew. But if we've known about it, why haven't we done something? And if we didn't know about it, why didn't we know about it? Or do I go back to, in my mind, to World War I when we had, you know, the big blimps? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when we built up the strategic helium supply and we manufactured helium because they thought, boy, these, these blimps are sneaky. You can't hear them. They can sneak Those in. Those
0: blimps are sneaky little sons you guys. And you get them in there
1: and you can arm them up and uh, you could you could do stuff with them. Yep. And you, you know, we and we used them in World War II.
0: And the, what uh, were they powered with, by the way, in World War One? They were powered not with helium. They were po- because it was hard to get helium. They were powered with hydrogen. That's the yeah. problem. That's that's why the the Hindenburg was so devastating. It was because it was such a a uh, flammable gas that was uh, powering it.
1: Well, you don't know what's filling up these balloons and what kind of damage they could do. Could it be? Could it be a new way of of delivering a weapon of mass destruction? Maybe I'm way no, far out. No, you mean out.
0: you mean if it was like um, a virus per se?
1: Well, Let's I was just... going to say, w- could there be a contagion in that thing?
0: Well, I'm you shoot I'm thinking... it down, and now it's in our airwaves high above. Well, don't it goes all over? Don't you think that if they hit it with a a missile that was uh, had such a heat signature that it would destroy the virus? Well,
1: maybe, maybe not. I mean, there are viruses that can thrive better in certain types of conditions, almost like that old movie, what was it, The the Andromeda Strain? Mm-hmm. You know, and they said, oh, we're going to go thermonuke it, and then they said, "Wait, whoa, 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 whoa don't do that.
0: So because what would you do with we'll this? Just... What would you do with this, Bill? Would you just let it go and run its course? Or what would you do with this balloon?
1: Well, by, by I the way, before I, you there's got to be some way to kind of capture and net it, and maybe you, drag it away, or well, it's drag way up. It
0: it's way up there. It it would take some doing, but, uh, um, you know, in 1947, uh, they had the Roswell incident. A lot of people yeah, know about balloon. that, and they called it a weather balloon. Now, a lot of people, and to this day, a lot of people say that was no balloon. That was. Something else, it was a UFO of some kind. Whether it was from this earth or someplace else, it was not a weather balloon. So their first, when they turned around and said this is a, a balloon that was sent over by, from China, a lot of people were skeptical. I don't blame them. I'm looking at it right now, a picture of it, and from this picture I see here, it looks like a big white um, ping-pong ball, right? With but it has an array of... Uh, of, um, antenna? It, antenna, yeah, on the bottom mm. of it. And so it, it, it's, it's doing something and China wouldn't send it over here just to get our weather. You know, China would be over, they'd be over here looking for our private stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, part of me says you got, you, everything they send over could have a pathogen in it. Everything they send over could be dangerous. You got to, you got to put your big boy pants on and and protect your country.
1: Yeah, we've got to start dealing with China in a in a different manner, but sending that balloon over and this is not the first time it's happened. Many many times before they're they're gathering information.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are they gathering on the silos? What are they ga- gathering on the American people? Are they listening to communications? Right. So they they can sit there and see what is uh, going on in the minds of the American public.
0: What if they were getting ready to interfere with communications? We're having we're having all kinds of uh, problems with airplanes and things like that, and uh, you know with the, the signals going. Do you know that at LAX they lost their uh, power out there for like three hours a couple of days mm-hmm. ago? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, you don't hear now, anything about that.
1: Uh, you know when you when you look at uh, the space station. You mm-hmm. go, boy. They got to have powerful transmitters to get it down to Earth, right? Well, the, you know, the high frequencies are line of sight. You, you're not even talking a watt of power. You're talking about something a small battery that you can get at sure. the Dollar Tree could power. Yep. So, so th- that could have a that could have a device in it that sits there and could blanket communications,
0: you know, all over the place. They had that figured out in 1969, 68. I mean, when they were on walking on the moon, they were talking live. From the the rover on the moon, and it sounded like they were making a local call, and you know they didn't have a lot of heavy batteries on uh, on that equipment. They, nah. So you're you're absolutely absolutely correct, but I I'm afraid that that, that isn't just a friendly balloon checking uh, the. Well, missile there silos. there could
1: be a little bit of the, the uh, what, what uh, without saying the word the fu thing in there too because. They're thumbing their nose at us. I know in a couple of weeks we have some big gathering there. We're, uh, you know, the, the, we're going there. Anthony uh, Blinken is going over, yeah. Yeah, and so that could be just, ha-ha, uh-huh, we know where your silos are. Look, we can just sneak in willy-nilly, and you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And if we shot it down, I, I think the Chinese are smart enough to say, oh, you shouldn't have shot it down. Now, look, you caught a cold.
0: You know another but one, but they they could get a cold into this country any way they wanted to. Think about it. They, with all of the shipping containers that come over from China, they could have one in a shipping container. They well, yeah, they could, it, but it I
1: think it's I think it is it's it's the bully in the schoolyard just going, you know, and he's poking you because he can.
0: He's going to keep poking you. Well, then you. Then what do you do when you when a when a bully comes into your school schoolyard? The the way to get rid of a bully is you punch him in the nose, okay? And he's not he's not a bully anymore. You shoot the thing down. Like I said, it is over Montana. One of them they say, "Well, we don't want to have the debris fall on a on a community and hurt anybody." Well, hey, listen, it's Montana. It is one of the most rural areas of our country, and the odds of it hitting th- something are thin, uh, slim, and remote. You know, and you know,
1: I, I think we sent something back over there. And invade their airspace. Because that's what they're doing. They're invading the space. We invade their airspace. Uh, Now, we do have replacements for, uh, what was it, the SR-71, the spy plane, the super spy plane? Yeah. uh, Whatever it was called, the Black Hawk?
0: Yeah, the Black Hawk. Actually, that's still serviceable. They still could fly that.
1: Yeah, but now we got a fleet of Mm -hmm. the next gen of those. Because I think the Black Hawk, forget what mock that thing went. Yeah,
0: but it it, it used to... uh, you know, on the ground, it would leak fuel like Yeah, because a the, yeah, the skin tightens up when it gets... It, it's exactly right, high altitude. Um, I also want to remind you that China brought down one of our our own uh, spy planes a few years ago and kept the crew for, I want to say it was at least a week, 10 days before they let the, cr- the uh, crew go. They they have no problem bringing our stuff down. Why would we be afraid? to I think it's because we have a Pentagon run by some people that have no uh, no gonads. You know,
1: I, no, I, we don't have any gonads. We can't even think for ourselves. They're but.
0: good at coming after you and I. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're good at 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 making life difficult for American citizens. But when they have to turn around and face, like you said, the bully. Mm-hmm. They well,
1: have. what they proved is that they can get something over and get it here before we know it, mm-hmm. and they don't. And if we shoot it down, they don't lose a pilot. You know, we yeah. don't capture a pilot. Pilot, we got a we got a deflated balloon on the ground, and and some, you know, cheap satellite equipment that sent stuff to a big satellite that's dumped to a mainframe in
0: China. But we don't know what it's sending. We don't know what they're. What they're doing with that information, we don't know. What they're trying. Are they, what if they're trying. What if they're trying to uh, feed a virus into our computers out at the missile silos?
1: Well, it could, yeah. To uh, yeah, to where the uh, the launches they don't uh, work. get subverted there
0: or just cancel out. Yeah, if if they're above the silos, if they can feed this virus into the missile silos, into the computer systems, and we go to fire them, and they explode in the silo as opposed to on China soil. Maybe China has a victory because of it.
1: Well, yeah. If we can't get our nukes off the ground, we're done. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the, the there are so many possibilities of uh, of what they could be doing uh, w- with everything there. I had a thought, and it just
0: fleeted away. You know, the of, thing is, I wouldn't have waited. bird will come back. I wouldn't have waited the two days. They've known about this for two days. Now it's well, three right. days.
1: Why? Right. Is why did it take so long for us to get the information? You know, we had to wait until we saw it. Yeah, and that is kind of crazy that you know we've waited so long, and it's because our great military leaders have their thumbs where they don't belong and they don't have a <laughs>
0: clue as to what to do. Actually, NORAD said they had they had uh, it on their radar in Alaska, so they've been so following it. Pardon? So what? I mean, did we do anything with that information? Nothing. No, 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 no. Right. What do you, what do you yeah. want to do, Charlie? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> I don't
1: know. Well, it's coming over Canada, and they don't seem to be telling the United States anything about it. Exactly. What they've shown to me is that they have a hole in our system yep. to get things through to us, and we don't know what to do about it. Like I said
0: earlier, Bill, they could they could destroy our country by putting weapons in containers. We have we have container ships arriving daily from China, and they're being offloaded and driven into the center, of the heartland of our country. Many of them aren't even inspected. You know, they just look at the yeah. the, the the bill of lading well, and send them on their way. What's China buying a lot of? Land, lots of Farm, land, farmland, buy yeah.
1: military bases. Yep. And now, uh, you know, one of the things going on, there's a big boat. It's uh, it's either today or some time this week or next week, where the what is it the the one the one Air Force base that has all of our drone capabilities, mm-hmm. you know they're twelve miles from, and it's a Chinese farm plant that goes well we're going to build our factory now, and everyone said <laughs> well wait a minute no 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 we got to stop this so yeah. now they're stopping that they have to put it up to a vote which is stupid if we want to stop something. Stop it! Yes, because the company is known a known spy company.
0: Right. We, we we do everything in this country. If, By if, the book, if, no. But if if they have a problem, they say we're closing you down because of national a uh, national security uh, reason. If they wanted to come into your house without a warrant, I'm sorry, but we don't need a warrant right now. This is national security. If, if they can use it on the American citizens, why can't they turn around and use that same excuse on uh, the Chinese? We're, we're not going to let you build your plant for national security reasons.
1: Well, here's a crazy idea. So everyone's agreeing with Biden. Shoot it down. Shoot it down. Yeah. Shoot it down. General said no. Who is under investigation right now for having illegal dealings with China? Well, Making money. Well, uh, the president, Biden. And and Hunter, too. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, if he goes, ah, oh, yeah, shoot the damn thing down, and his generals say no, does that maybe make him look a little different in
0: the public eye? I want to play for you a little clip. Uh, it's something we played, I guess, about six months ago, but it's worth playing again, especially now. It mm-hmm. was a, a, a section of... President Eisenhower's farewell speech. And this oh, is yeah. like this is like 1960, and he's warning the country about the military uh, complex. I call it the deep state. I think it really was the beginning of the rise of the deep state as we know it today. Uh, he was warning the country of it. And the fact that generals can turn around to the president of the United States and say, don't shoot it down. I mean, mm-hmm. wait a second, I'm the Commander-in-Chief, I issued an order, you shoot it down. No, don't don't shoot it down. So this is
1: not the people's country anymore.
0: It's a different world we're living in. And it never here's, was. Here's President Eisenhower. Listen.
2: A vital element in keeping the peace is our military establishment. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action, so that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. Our military organization today bears little relation to that known of any of my predecessors in peacetime, or indeed by the fighting men of World War II or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. Mm -hmm. Added to this, three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together.
0: That was 63 years ago. 63 years ago. Mm hmm People didn't really know what he was talking about back then. He kind of it, it was kind of vague. What, what mi- military? Because you know, this guy was the supreme Allied commander of uh, the military. Yeah, he
1: gets what he was talking about, but I think we get it now too. But,
0: you know, he was talking in World War II. He was talking about uh, we, we had uh, manufacturers of farm equipment could stop their production and and turn their their you know their John Deere making it make their stuff uh, military. Stuff mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. John Ford Deere made tanks. Ford made Ford made tanks and airplanes and stopped making cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said we can't we can't afford to do that anymore. We have now in his in his term of office they had developed permanent manufacturers of military product. The problem that we have with that is that when you have a, a business that generates just military equipment. In order for it to be successful and to sustain itself, it has to sell the product. It only can sell the product if the product is being used somewhere. Mm, Got to have uh, buyers, and it may not be us. That's right. That we it, sell it to. It has to be a war, too.
1: That's Wars. right. And and go ahead, Bill. And that's why we have all these warmongers. He, this was kind of poetic in mm-hmm. a way, kind of Edgar Allan Poeish. It was kind of like you just heard the the tale of two dreams. You know, the dream. The dream of power, right, and the dream of freedom, right. You know, so we got a dream within which, a dream. Which way,
0: and which will prevail? Can they well, coexist? Now, the, now can they co- now can, does can
1: freedom prevail, or does the dream prevail? Can they coexist? Do they keep. Can they coexist? Well, that is up to us. But unfortunately, you have you have uh, oligarchs and political leaders that are uh, you know driven by
0: greed. And freedom, you say that not I think of Zelensky driven by greed. I think of Zelensky. People say, yeah. "Oh, Zelensky is a patriot." What do you mean? No, I, I don't. I don't think he's what you think he is, folks. I think this guy is uh, far from it. I think he away from it. He's using us. He's an uh, what an oligarch. He's he's a he is a bit of a tyrant to his own people. He's shut down one of the churches, one of the state churches, I say state churches, one of the biggest churches in their country, the uh, uh, Orthodox religion, which was historically a part of their country for centuries. And he he really kind of banned them. Uh, so what, freedom of religion isn't a big deal over there? We're, we're backing a country that doesn't allow freedom of religion? And I say that, you know, we're going up against Russia, big bad Russia. You have Putin... Who's looking? I'm not defending Putin. He's done some terrible things. His his background speaks for itself, but I think you still have the Russian Orthodox Church flourishing now in that country. He mm-hmm. hasn't shut down their religion. Yeah, uh, and isn't
1: the from 42 and everything? Isn't this like the anniversary of Stalingrad or whatever it is that they're probably invoked? Yeah, yeah. So he's talking about that and and comparing the. Uh, the differences, and I look at Zelensky. I mean, were, this is a guy that was a comedian, but he might have been the perfect person to put into power because he had stage presence, he had, uh, well, TV charisma. Yes. You know, he, was, he, yeah. had, he had that. But deep down inside, he's a dark soul. He's an evil person. So he was the perfect guy, the player, to put in place. And they didn't have the where for all to build up a mili- military machine. Mm-hmm. But if you tug on our heartstrings... You tug on our heartstrings. We'll give you everything
0: we got. Yeah. You know, you, you funny, you should mention uh, the perfect guy for the, the job because of his entertainment background. You think back uh, to John Kennedy. John Kennedy looked like a news anchor, and that mm-hmm. was one of his big appeals. They said he was the first media president. He had the look. he had the charisma. Personality, he really was able to sell the country on himself. When they had the debates, you know, uh, Nixon had the flu. They don't tell you that. They didn't tell you that back in 1960, but he had the flu and he was sweating on stage. He had perspiration from the flu, he had a temperature. And they kept going back to reaction shots of Nixon when Kennedy was making a point, and you'd see the the beads of sweat on his forehead then it cut back to kennedy and kennedy was cool calm collected uh, in control of the situation he really carried the day and that's been the way it's been from that point on even guys like nixon who didn't really have that media look he knew that he had to he had to present himself a certain way on camera so and he became like we said last week he was the most uh, popular president of our lifetime at least maybe up until uh, the trump uh, e- elections <laughs> even if trump got the 75 million votes that he say he he did he got more votes than uh, any incumbent in history but that's another story for another time
1: yeah you're, you we'll, we'll never know the true answer to that and i don't know that uh, we're going to have ever a fair well i i, I can say without um, you know without any question we will not have a fair election in this country mm-hmm. I ever again until something changes. And I we agree. may not be the United States of America. And the Constitution that the left wants to get rid of, it may be going the way of the Fugawi because oh my the gosh. American people have accepted so many things and they're letting so many things slide by the
0: wayside. Do you think that the country will let that happen? Well, look what they've happened so far. I think we're I think we're a country of laws and a country of faith and we're a country that doesn't want to believe that their country is slipping away. But I think with every passing day we're seeing more and more corruption and we're realizing the the position we're in right now. Don't you think?
1: Well, I think we realize it, but are we going to do any anything? At what point do you put down your foot and go, enough is enough? And then the question is, what
0: are you going to do? What can you do? Look what they did to us on January 6th. A million people show up in Washington. They walk over to the Capitol building, and they did it peacefully. They didn't go over with with, uh, pitchforks and uh, baseball bats. They walked over there peacefully to protest, and the... They were infiltrated. In my opinion, they were infiltrated by a bunch of bad people who were already there, plants to make it look like that there was a riot taking place and that the riot was being caused by those protesters. I believe. To th- I'll go to my grave thinking that the people who went over to that protest, for the most part, were good people who just wanted to make a point, and they weren't well, going that, to break into the Capitol by the building.
1: January 6th
0: committee. You mean the. Old January sixth, commitment, the one we just had.
1: The old one because of what they did. Now NBC decided to go. All right, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do our duty and tell the truth. We'll just tell it once. Hope you hear it because you're not gonna hear it again. Mm-hmm. And that was that the police, the Capitol police, and you know Schumer and Pelosi could have stopped the whole thing. Oh, sure. and they had the opportunity to. And they didn't.
0: You know, we have video of uh, that guy Ray Epps, Mm -hmm. who they believe was a federal plant, who was telling the crowd to go into the Capitol, go into the building, and they were calling him a Fed. They were screaming, Fed, Fed, Fed. That guy Ray Epps was not just down on the street the night before talking to protesters. He was there at the uh, protest, up front, on the Capitol steps, waving people into the building he was an active participant and you know they didn't arrest him they didn't no. even put him on the 10 most wanted they just
1: let him go which is why NBC said well we got to hedge our bet and at least report this story once that it really that right there what they reported in that that one report here and that just happened this past week they let they let that cat out of the bag it means that everything that we saw on the January 6th committee, was. It staged. should have never happened. It was a lie. But now they're going to take it. Trump is being charged with wrongful death yeah. for a guy that died of natural causes the day after the 6th. He had nothing to do with it. These people really had nothing to do with it. Were there maybe some bad players there? Oh, hell yeah. But are there bad players in Congress on the Democratic side? Yeah,
0: a, there are. I saw a picture yesterday of some, quote, protesters inside the Capitol on January 6th and they were standing in front of cameras. It, they were to- being directed how to stand. Move over here. Okay, now raise your hand. They were. It was a staged uh, picture. They, they were, posed them. They were posing these people for the cameras. In the meantime, other people who were coming into the Capitol building, literally, uh, this is true too, they were walking inside the ropes. Like a guided tour, you would have thought that an assisted living bus, a uh, tour bus, had just stopped, and they had all gotten off and were walking in to take a look at the Capitol. It, they were so respectful of the place; it was amazing. So you got to wonder. I mean, the the quote violence in the Capitol was that all planned? Was that all staged? Were those plants? You know that the people who were breaking the glass window weren't the real protesters, right? As a matter of fact, I saw a video of a real protester who saw someone breaking the glass go over to him and say, stop that. Stop that. Don't break that glass. What are you doing? And the the, the person who was breaking the glass looked like, okay, I better back away. There's cameras on me, and, and disappeared. And he didn't, by the way, look like one of the regular protesters. He looked like a plant. And by the way, Bill, those plants were over at the Capitol building while President Trump was speaking, half they an were hour. waiting, and I think they jumped the gun. They to did. Be honest with you. They did. They already. You're absolutely correct. They started doing some stuff before the crowd had come over.
1: Yeah, they jumped the gun, and it's. But I don't know that it's all going to come out in time, and you know, uh, the the victor the victor controls the narrative. Of that's of, true. History is by,
0: History is w- written by the victor.
1: Yep, and so. What happened then? I mean, there's enough out there now that it needs to be redone, and you got to go back and look at. Um, uh, well, you know, we were reminded yesterday with, uh, you know, Omar being ousted from uh-huh. committees. It's funny you should and, you say know, that. And, and AOC doing her religious dancing. Oh, Whoa. don't tell me. Well, wait and, a like second. She was That's the, pretty the good. The Reverend Jesse Jackson. You know, she. That's, she was going.
0: Can I hear that again, please? How, how, what did she say? One more don't time. Don't tell me. I know. And she slams down that people, little book people are, and People who haven't seen this are going, oh, come on. Well, oh, he, look it up. He, no, no, then, no, you know, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. You don't have to look it up. Just listen.
3: Don't tell me that this is about an abdic- a, a condemnation of anti Semitic remarks. When you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. Time is expired. My life was threatened. Thank you.
0: I wish I had Bugs Bunny going, what a maroon, <laughs> because that is really a maroon. Space
1: yeah, yeah it, it really is. But you know, they, they talk about anti-Semitic, you know, and on oh, you're talking about Omar and, and there, the reason she was removed is that she had tweets, racial tweets yeah. and tweets taking down, uh, Jewish people,
0: anti-Semitic tweets. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah.
1: And you know, uh, she let her, her Muslim beliefs, uh, you know, dictate how she, uh, she is going to be a leader, and let's, let's talk about her a minute she, this now. This is
0: the Foreign Affairs Committee that she's on. You know, that she, you know how she came into this country?
1: Well, that's where I was going. She married her brother to yes. gain citizenship. Now, I don't know if that's a misdemeanor or it's a felony, but it is a crime. In this country, <laughs> yep. that is a crime. So if she came here illegally, she is an illegal citizen. If she committed a crime, can she
0: run for a political office? Well, that's a good question, and uh, apparently uh, they haven't done anything to, to remove her. So apparently, you no one
1: since Somebody asked the question. You know, let's let's let, you know, ma'am, I, we really love having you in our great country, and glad you want to be here. But let's go back and look at you, how you entered and what you did.
0: Rashida Talib, another member of the squad, also was uh, at the podium. And she broke into tears. Listen, I'm crying tears. Congresswoman, yeah.
1: Congresswoman
4: Omar. In the same week, they introduced a bill to ban federal employees from engaging in censorship. Where are the free speech warriors today? The hypocrisy is obvious to the American people. You are showing who you all are really. The gentlewoman's I know time has expired. Omar will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time to has expired. Congresswoman Omar. The gentleman's I am so sorry, time has expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You belong in the The gentleman that is no longer
3: recognized, and the, the gentleman from Mississippi is recognized.
0: Now, my question is this: uh, mm-hmm. Whoops, excuse me. She, <laughs> okay, I had a little noise there in the background. Um, my question is this: Why can't they shut off the mic? They said you're no longer recognized. Yeah, but do
1: you know if they if they did that, um, they're saying you know that uh, we're showing our true colors, really, really. After two years of what you did, the January 6th committee, not one stinking. Oh, don't don't tell me that uh, Liz Cheney is is your your token Republican. She's yeah, she's a token something, but not a Republican. (laughs) We didn't have any fair representation. On that committee, and there are so many instances where the conservative voice was, you know, told to take a frickin' hike out the, wind, you know, door. They were, you know,
0: uh, I guess Omar was voted off the Foreign Affairs Committee with a vote of 218 to 211. Of course, the 211 is every Democrat. One of the things, one of the things about the Democrats is they, they stick together. They sure do. They sure as shootin' do. They, they stick together. From and you know, they're,
1: they're, they're going to figure out how to, you know, I, I'm i thoroughly convinced that they will take the House back unless we do something in these two years, and we're going to have to expose all the corruption there is. And we're going to have to lay it on the line, and we're probably going to take down some Republicans too. So be it. We can do if some good. If you're a piece of trash, or a piece of trash. Even if they take
0: out. the House back in two years, a lot of good things can happen between now and then. Uh, we can put a lot of things in place that will make it difficult for them to remove them. Uh, it, it is not going to be um, something that can be just, you know, brushed away. We have two years to make go a difference. We can't go on this
1: way, though. We can't go on as a nation. Well, this is our two-year term, and we're going to take away everything you did and put oh, some I, new stuff in place. But the thing is, then, you know, we can't keep going tit for tat.
0: thing is, I, I agree with you. I also think that uh, to think that just talking about stuff in Congress is going to make a difference. That doesn't cut it. We, no. need, we need some real action, some real results, some tangible things to uh, to point to. To just have a conference and to debate something for the next two years is not going to help our country. We need some resolution to problems. And I, I'm hoping that these guys realize that. I think we the January 6th committee has to be continued, and it has to be fixed. It, you just can't let that that committee that just uh closed their uh, you know the, closed the gavel uh, a little while ago stand as the, the the last word. You know, we have to have yeah, some. Yeah, because honesty. right now,
1: basically, Republican bad, Trump bad. That's how they started it, and that's, that's how, how they ended, they it. ended it. They yeah. didn't get any. Yep. We've they didn't got, allow any testimony. They didn't allow any defense. Is what they didn't do. You right. were you were tried, you know, and convicted without uh, due process of law, law and fair pro, you know, fair representation.
0: President Trump uh, took to the took to social media yesterday and he talked about the Ukraine. He's the only candidate so far talking about peace in the Ukraine. Everyone else, Republican and Democrat, is talking about arming the Ukrainians and continuing the uh, battle with the Russians. But this is what President Trump said yesterday. Listen.
5: The situation in Ukraine is very dangerous, explosive, and escalating by the day. Joe Biden's weakness and incompetence has brought us to the brink of nuclear war And now Biden is doing what he said 10 months ago would lead to World War III. He is sending in American tanks. It's far past the time for all parties involved to pursue a peaceful end to the war in Ukraine before this already horrific catastrophe spirals out of control and ends up leading, indeed, to World War III. And this would be a war like no other war, because this would be a nuclear war. As I have said many times before, Russia's invasion of Ukraine would have never happened if I was in the White House. Not even thinkable, not even a possibility. We must end this ridiculous war and demand peace in Ukraine now before it gets worse. And believe it or not, it would be easy to do. It would be very easy to do.
0: He's the only one talking like that. He's the only one who's talking about peace. There's got to be something wrong with this picture when you have people like Tom Cotton who is encouraging more equipment and more weaponry being sent to uh, the Ukraine. Lindsey Graham, I understand. Lindsey Graham is a rhino. He is an acolyte of John McCain. And, you know, I understand uh, his position because he's a warmonger, has been for all of his, uh, his career. But Tom Cotton, who was in the military, he's an educated guy. I think he went to Harvard He's got uh, a lot of brains. You would think that guys from our side would look and say, wait a, w- what do we gain by going to war with the Russians and the Ukraine? We gain nothing. We don't gain a, a blessed thing. There's no, there's no land that we'll get. There's no oils we're going to get. We're, de- we're getting nothing from it. All we're going to get is, is a bad result of some kind.
1: Soldiers are going to get killed. Yep. And citizens, innocent citizens, whether Ukrainian or... Or and I say this uh, as uh, a precaution, Russian. And the reason I say that, I saw a story, when I fired up the computer, I was having internet problems and all of a sudden it came up. And there was a piece uh, of news there with no headline, no rhyme or reason. It was almost like I looked it up, but it was no, it was there. It was a news feed story. And it was about the uh, the Navy's, B B T the patrol boats, right. that were famous during the Vietnam War because of the the, the swampy, shallow rivers because they could maneuver them, but they can maneuver any river. And I'm going, why would they put a piece in there about how great this little boat is that the Navy has and how valuable it was during the Vietnam War and I said, well, what kind of rivers do they have here? And I forget how you pronounce the darn thing, the Drepier the, the or whatever it is, river, mm-hmm. between uh, the Ukraine and Russia. If you are going to mount an invasion force, that is the river and those are the boats. So are we being uh, softened to go ahead and give them and a fleet of those patrol do, boats
0: to go in? Everything they do, I believe, Bill, is to soften us. I mean, for example... Uh, what, a month ago, Biden said, we're not going to send tanks. Why would we send M1 Abram tanks, our best tanks, to the Ukraine? The discussion started back then, and he said, no, don't worry about it. We're not sending it. It would cause an escalation in the war. But the, they started talking about it. That they were softening the soil, and now, a month later, yeah, we're sending 31 tanks over. That's not 31. That's the it's beginning. That's the beginning bill. Thirty every yes. time they lose a tank, we'll be sending another one over.
1: All right, so you got tanks. You got the support personnel for the tanks to make sure that they're maintained and yep. they run. Right. So you got that. You're going to have the uh, F-14s, and it'll go or F-16. Excuse me, fourth generation. They're going to up that B- before you know it. We'll have the uh, the the F-22 uh, Raptors or something like Do that you remember going there.
0: They said they said in the beginning of this war we can't send airplanes. That'll be the uh, That'd be the deal breaker. We cannot send air, airplanes to the oh, Ukraine. Oh, don't
1: worry about that. We can do it. We're the United States. We can do anything we want to. Then let's go ahead and throw in some, uh, uh, what is it, the Apache helicopter? Let's send those in, the new ones.
0: Yes, Blackhawk helicopters, Apache. Yeah, yeah. with
1: the yeah, with the, uh, the Gatling guns on the front sure. of them. Sure. Oh, they're, and they're... now if we sit there and if we back that up, because they're not really that expensive, but those nice little PT boats, well-armed, and we got boots on the ground, Well, we can just go right in there with uh, Zelensky. Not only
0: Zelensky can go right in there. Has anybody asked the question, I mean, this is an obvious question to me, but all of this technology we're sending over there, helicopters and tanks, all of them are specialized, they take a lot of training. Who is going to run these uh, machines over there in the the Ukraine? Who's going to fly the Black Hawk helicopters, the Apaches? The airplanes. Who these? It takes months of training to be a fighter pilot. How are these guys? Are, do you think that their their uh, pilots who've been flying these old Russian jets are going to walk across the tarmac and hop in in the uh, F sixteen and take it off and and understand how it works? I don't think so. so no,
1: we, and uh, we're talking about an old an old school Mig that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah compared to. Our stuff, and by the way, Russia does have some sophisticated flying machines. You know, they haven't been brought out yet. But, you know, somehow, uh, miraculously, the uh, the Ukrainians find a way to blow everything up they have and take out the, their missile defense systems, their radar systems. And I'm like going, you know, either, you know, Russia was, we were misled on Russia and what they really had. And that could be. Yep. That could be. Um or we're being lied to about what's really going on. And that could be, too.
0: Well, I think that we're going to send support people over there, put them in harm's way. They're probably going to be military. We'll have troops on the ground in a support you know, platform. Um, those people will be in harm's way. Well, the DOD will be
1: there. The DOD does not have, you know, they're, they're not military personnel. But they are the DOD, right? So when they go there, they will be uh, civilian consultants.
0: Yeah, but how many people in the DOD know how to service an M1 Abrams tank? Well, they
1: don't. They're going to tell you how to. They're going to tell you all the war game scenarios that they learned, you know, in college.
0: Yeah, but you're you're also going to have either you're going to have Mercenaries, people who have been in they the really military, but they're going to be guys who are mechanics. We're going to hire guys who have left the military, who know to, know how to service these tanks. We're going to pay them a lot of money to go over there and service the tanks over there, or we're going to send over troops, you know, m- mechanical troops who that go over there and know how to maintain the M1 Abrams and the tanks and the uh, airplanes. Uh, it's this is not a good thing. We're pushing our. This is called mission creep, folks, and mm-hmm. we're we're creeping into a war.
1: Yeah. Now, if you were if you get uh, if you get recalled if you're if uh, you served like I got a, uh, a friend of my son that uh, was one of the mechanics went over to Japan. That's where he he did a stint. He got right. out uh, about a year ago, and he's in his private life now. And oh yeah, he's a mechanic. You know, well, go figure that. Uh, works on big trucks. What? He could get called up to go over there, but there are other people that can get called up to go over there. Uh, and I, I look back to the Iran-Iraq war and a uh, gentleman that I know that was an attorney down in Houston. And um, he was doing well, and he was a professor at the, uh, at the campus on college. And right. all of a sudden, you know, he got this thing, you know, we're doing this big rebuild thing there. And they lured it, uh, him in with, you know, they pay for the house if he went over there. And I think it was uh, Kuwait where they wanted him to go. So he get the house to go there. He got fifty thousand dollars a month, plus you get to come home. Uh, I think it was every uh, every uh, six weeks. You got two uh-huh. weeks back. They'd fly you back, right? You know, and so it was it was this tremendous well, opportunity. It was a and gold mine. Walk away.
0: Yeah, it was a gold mine.
1: You would walk away wealthy. Yeah, except that once you accepted that, it it was true but it wasn't true it wasn't what you it it basically bankrupted him and all these perks and promises that the government made our people that went over there yeah was a lie
0: so what he he didn't get 50,000 a month
1: i don't know what exactly he got but you know he couldn't support his family at home with it and that was wow. the whole idea you know you you could do everything and he was glad he didn't move his family there to be you know, in the base. Wow. Well, and I, he was a civilian. He never, you know, he never did anything. Do you think that we would I be know, stupid military?
0: Enough, would we we be stupid enough to send our troops over there to in a support mode uh, without telling our our country that the, they were there? Do you think that we'd have support uh, personnel working on tanks in the Ukraine, sure or do. or do you think they'd service the tanks in like Poland? Maybe have a service uh, area in Poland where the tanks had to be shipped back across the Polish border to be serviced.
1: If you're at war, how are you going to get the tank from the battlefield back to
0: Poland to be serviced? The only way you could do it was with flatbed trucks. Of course, they'd be targets. So
1: Yeah, I you know. You're, you're going to have to have a guy that can go out there in the field and get that thing up and running to At least it has a fighting chance to... Boogie itself back across the line. And those mechanics who
0: are out there in the field in the battle area, you know, they have weapons, so they become also soldiers too. Even yeah. it's it's amazing. We are we should not be there, folks. It's as simple as that. There's no good reason for us to be in the Ukraine. Uh, they may say we're helping a country, uh, you know, gain its independence. Uh, I'm not sure we're getting the real the real skinny, as they would say, the real truth about what's happening. I think that maybe uh, the Russians were uh, moving into the Ukraine to destroy those bio labs, like they said they were, the 40 bio labs on the border. That's a a big deal for them. And I also think they were in there to uh, get rid of the Azov Battalion, who they believe are are, are a Nazi organization and who who, uh, Zelensky wouldn't deny it. Delinsky said they are what they are. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, before we, uh, before we bail out, I have uh, Mike Flynn was uh, on uh, an interview yesterday talking about uh, Biden and his corruption and uh, the the situation he's in right now with the classified documents. And uh, he said some interesting things. Listen,
3: American people, and particularly, you know, the people that are I, I know that are paying close attention to this, they don't believe that we have an equal system of justice in this country. And until we have an equal system of justice, until people like Hunter Biden, you know, the Biden crime syndicate, those people that were part of helping him out or enabling uh, Hunter and enabling, uh, you know, what Biden was doing, particularly in Ukraine, I mean. I don't think most people know, but Vice President Biden, in his, I think in the last year that he was the vice president, he visited Ukraine like 12 or 13 times, some incredible amount of times. Why would, first of all, there's only 12 months in a year. and For the vice president of the United States to, to be spending that much time in Ukraine, you have to ask why, and every single one of those trips needs to be investigated. How many of them did, did Hunter participate on, or how many... Did, uh, did Joe Biden bring his brother on? I mean, all these kinds of issues, the kinds of questions, the type of questions that need to be asked. And it doesn't need to be asked in back rooms. It needs to be asked in public. And that's why I want this, I want Jim Jordan uh, to, to get out there and use this weaponization of, the, of government to, to, to dig into this corruption in the previous administration, the Obama administration. Everything from, from what we learned from Russia Gate. The these fake impeachment. Remember, President Trump was impeached <laughs> over one phone call to uh, to Ukraine, a very perfect phone call to Ukraine. He was impeached, and and, and we're talking about the vice president, who's now the quote unquote president of the United States, and he's got multiple trips over to Ukraine for what purpose? What was he doing? We already have the right. video video clips. So I'm I'm going on and on, but I want yeah. people to understand that there's that we cannot have two systems of justice in this country. Okay, are
0: we, are we in the Ukraine to protect uh, Joe Biden's derriere? Oh, well, I think so. I,
1: I think there's a lot of things that we're protecting on him. And maybe that balloon is a big distraction, too, to sit there and, uh, uh, you know, get Biden off the
0: hook. But we don't even know for real whether it's a Chinese balloon. They're saying they, they think it's a Chinese balloon, but we don't know. China
1: right now is not talking to us. You know, we have that uh, the Chinese company next to the Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. They want to build a building where they say, no, it can't happen. So they reached out to that company. The company will not return any phone calls or any communication. State Department of China will not, you know, communicate back. So yeah. you've got that going on.
0: And uh, there's a lot of hidden stories there. You know. Do you know, that they, this story just came out a couple of days ago. On the first day of the Ukrainian war, they have pictures of this, too. Uh, apparently, Zelensky ordered all material with regards to Hunter Biden that was on in a paper form be destroyed. And they brought it all outside into the courtyard and set it on fire. This mm-hmm. is what... Now, there's something rotten in Denmark. Well, maybe it's not Denmark. Maybe it's the Ukraine. Um this is not what it, we're not there for the reasons they're saying we're there truth, justice and the Ukrainian way. I think we're there because we're trying to um, protect the Bidens from going to jail. Mm-hmm. This never would have happened if Trump were president. Just if, if Trump had won, the Ukraine would be an afterthought. We would not be involved. But because of Biden, all of a sudden, we're spending all of this money and time. Uh, and we're also on the brink, as you heard President Trump say, the brink of a nuclear war, a nuclear war. And yeah. people don't seem to realize this, Bill. They just don't seem to
1: get it. No, they don't. Now, Hunter is, you know, he, he wants anybody that's spoken out against him to be investigated and everything. He's gotten really aggressive oh, yeah. In, in, in his defense, and the White House was asked about that. Uh, And they're going, oh, we don't know anything. The White House has nothing to do with Hunter's, you know, aggressive approach. But, you know, the story came out, too, that uh, Hunter's uh, business partner uh, handled 1,850, apparently uh, it was uh, cases uh, or boxes of uh, top-secret information.
0: Moved it to the University of Delaware. Yeah, absolutely. And, you Uh, know, it's it's funny, you should mention uh, that... uh, uh, that he's trying to hunt is trying to get these people put in jail one of the people he's trying to get put in jail is Steve Bannon, and Steve Bannon had something to say about it.
4: Listen. Hunter Biden, we, we we've dealing signal not noise here. You know, last night Hunter Biden's uh, lawyer tried to gimmick <laughs> the gimmick is I don't know, go to Delaware, go to DOJ. You know, want to pursue criminal charges on on Rudy, myself, everybody else on the laptop. They basically admitted after two years of lying about it. Hello, that laptop's actually ours. It's not Russian dis. It's not Russian disinformation. We don't have time for the nonsense. Hey. Let the grand jury deal with Hunter's laptop. Let the House—you'll uh, you, you'll see all you want to see, Abby Lowell, in the next week, uh, starting in the, with the House investigations, which we'll get to in the second hour. It's,
0: it's amazing. Bannon's not shaken by this, but they said they had to say, in order for them to ask the DOJ to go after Bannon and right. other people, they had to admit that the laptop is really Hunter Biden's. And then yesterday, they realized—excuse <clears throat> me. Then yesterday they they realized they made a mistake by doing that. So they made another statement which said the laptop could be Hunter Biden's, and if it were Hunter Biden's, these people should go to jail. The first statement was the laptop was Hunter Biden's. So they made a they made a
1: But little... the news will help them out, and that statement, that mistaken statement will be it will be lost in the wind somehow. I mean, it's sad that the fate of our country, the future of our country, our daughters and sons, you know, they rest in the hands of
0: uh, a dumb butt yeah. and a crackhead. Isn't that amazing? Before we wrap up the show today, I have one other little thing that's driving the left nuts. I mean, right. Bill, they are going crazy when they hear this clip. You know, and I, well, I should let it play, and then we can talk about it. This is is mr rogers
4: boys are boys from the beginning if you were born a boy you stay a boy girls are girls right from the start if you were born a girl you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady only girls can be the mommies. only boys can be the daddies Oh jeez. We should play that every
0: day. <laughs> Bill, they're going ballistic the left. I mean, Mr. Rogers was it was on he was on PBS, public broadcasting, which is like the one of the mouthpieces of the left. How what can we say bad about Mr. Rogers? I mean, but he did sing that awful song one more time, Fred, if you would
4: are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh,
0: (laughs) That's how I was brought up. Yeah, kind you of know, dry. I'm
1: thinking of a liberal friend that uh, started out. I think he went to Point Park College, and then mm-hmm. he got out, and then he uh, he ended up doing his internship uh, at PBS, really on the Mister Rogers Show. But he went on to become one of the uh, the key people in the development of uh, well, what we call AOR, album oriented rock, mm-hmm. or rock and roll today on uh, WDVE, which stood for the dove. So um, <laughs> I'm sure that Dwight would really. I'll just say the first name. Dwight's got to be going, rolling his eyes right now. Going, oh, 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 oh. hey, but, Dwight, you
0: were a part of that. <laughs> Only boys. Came. I knew one of the guys who was uh, a musician on uh, Fred's show on PBS. Uh, you know, and in, in a lot of people made a good living working on that show for years. Uh, you know, uh,
1: if you worked in Pittsburgh, you knew somebody. Yes. that in turn through Mister Rogers. Yep. Now I didn't grow up in Pittsburgh, but when I came there, uh, about the first half dozen people I met in the broadcast uh, community, mm-hmm. you know,
0: well, where'd you get your start? Oh, on Mister Rogers. He's, you know, it was uh, a beautiful, really? <laughs> it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood.
4: It's yeah, a beautiful day know? in the neighborhood. <laughs>
0: yeah, there was a stupid
1: little tiger that did the little happy. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> do
0: you think we should play it one more time?
1: Yeah, I do. I really do. I, I like boys to learn are
4: boys words. from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies.
0: It makes sense to me. <laughs> I mean, call me crazy, but... Uh,
1: Endo. It does make sense, but you know, if you're a transgender, yes. a polyamorous, yes. uh, a left or right, whatever it is that yes. you identify
0: as, yes. uh, that, that kind of
1: precludes you, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> only boys can be daddies, and only girls can be mommies. <clears throat> well, it makes well, sense. Well, you know, science is changing that, although, you
1: know, the, there was the story. People that have uh, a while back went and got the augmentation, we'll call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had another way of putting it a long time ago. You know, guys, go get a cut and tuck, but we don't say that. Uh, women, they they made it sound like they were decorating a Christmas tree. And I'm sitting there going, but either way, uh, the things they had changed mm-hmm. are rotting.
0: Ooh. 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 <laughs>
1: They're, they're bruising and rotting, requiring.
0: you, you mean the augmentations, and not? Yeah, uh... yeah,
1: the, the decorations on the the proverbial tree that was planted yes. for you. Yeah, uh, they're rotting, and the the uh, whatever you want to call the the I don't know. I, this is ooh. getting too weird for yes. me. But uh, apparently, you know, the grass don't grow no more. Um, oh, because the soil is bad. Oh, oh,
0: oh. Well, hey, uh, with that, uh, I think we should probably pack up our stuff. But I think we should probably keep that on the button bar that song oh, for a while. I think yeah. so. I, I think yeah.
1: that's going to work. And after this conversation, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go get a shot just to make sure that nothing <laughs> spewed through the speakers. And you know, it <laughs> hey, listen, never be too safe this day. These days,
0: that's true. If you want to reach us, eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight
1: mail at it's day. Com or mail at crn America, America com.
0: and <laughs> and uh, remember only boys can be daddies and only girls can be mommies are you sure about that well if I'm not
4: are boys from the beginning. All together now. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. start. If you were born a girl, you stay you a girl. stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Yes. Only girls can be the mommies. That's true. While only boys can be the daddies. Uh,
0: oh, my friend, have a great weekend.
4: <laughs> I'll
1: leave you. Uh. <laughs> it speaks for itself. Yeah, forget about taking a walk in the wild side. Just listen to Mr.
0: Rogers. (laughs) The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said.
5: From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times.
0: I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?